So something I've noticed is the less habitual you are in your responses, certain responses in your life, the more present you, you kind of are. But I think a lot of the habitual responses, at least in my own life, I'll speak for myself. Um, a lot of the habitual responses in regards to personality begin to sort of lessen. I think for a long time I had a sort of a, I don't know, like a type of Rolodex of personalities that I could just pretty much sort of activate on, on command. And, you know, a lot of that was so I could sort of navigate anxiety I could just kind of pop in this thing for whatever the situation is. And and it wouldn't be like I wasn't present, right? I'd I'd be present. (laughs) But I'd be also sort of kind of doing a thing. (laughs) It's hard to describe, but I trust that you guys are going to know what I mean. You know when you're kind of doing a thing. And uh, a lot of that sort of habitual stuff, I mean, I I can see now it was a a means to kind of escape the vulnerability that comes with just being with life and not knowing, right? I feel like a lot of the ways that we try to avoid anxiety is by kind of attaching ourselves to something that we think we know for certain. Like, I know for certain this joke is going to hit this voice inflection, this part of myself, this version of myself in this scenario always works. <laughs> it reminds me of, was it Remember the Titans? <laughs> the triple options like Novocaine. Give it time, it always works. Like, that's how I would treat certain personalities you put on. It's like, yeah. And even just certain responses and jokes and things that were repetitive. I'm like, I know this person hasn't heard me say this. This one, this one always kills. And um, I'm finding sort of less of that when that starts to show up less in your life, when you're not sort of responding as habitually, a lot of times there there's this almost feeling of nostalgia that shows up for me, like a kind of remorse, like, oh, man, (laughs) I really liked that person. I liked that version. (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because it's just fucking it's. Yeah, I, it's a little nostalgic. I put time in. I put the whole thing together for for this thing. <laughs> I've workshopped this. I put in the work on a version of me that I I think will 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 work for this situation. That'll help me feel sort of safe in uh, in a world that's increasingly uncertain. And so letting go of that feels like oh man. <laughs> letting go of you know who you are i'm gonna give you an example of like why or what was kind of a useful way of going about this for me or just maybe a different way of thinking about it so something i also do is act and one of my acting coaches is really sort of big on most you know good acting coaches i mean not say it's like her thing (laughs) just letting you show up letting you shine through um not trying to kind of put on a quote-unquote character but just kind of ah 
it's hard to describe, but a lot of the time what you'll do, people can get caught up trying to do is to sort of do what they think the character is doing, right? You're, you're not really fully present in the scene. You've got this sort of pre-rehearsed set of like gestures or way to ways to say a line. And when you're doing that, you're very sort of disconnected from your scene partner, what's happening in that moment, what maybe, you know, the director wants, what feels most natural, right? You're just doing it the same way you did it back in your trailer or, you know, with whoever you were running lines with. And this sort of state of disconnection, right? It's the same sort of thing of putting on a personality and trying to kind of escape the sort of uncertainty of the present moment. And so the thing my acting coach is always, you know, reminding us of is to, um, well, just to, to know and remember that you're enough, right? You've already kind of done the work. You already have the lines memorized, hopefully. You've done the work. You got the lines memorized. You know where you're supposed to stand. You know the basic kind of wants of this character. And when you're on set, when you're between action and cut, now is not the time to be doing a bunch of shit, trying to like shoehorn your ideas. Now it's, as she says, time to trust. It's time to trust that, you know, in this moment, right. I'm, I'm, I've done the work. I've got the stuff in the back pocket, right. I got all the, all of the things that I've done. Uh, she says, put them in your back pocket and don't, you know, leap from the preparation and not trying to leap as the preparation, which is what happens when we kind of try to carry our shit into the, into the scene, but also into life. And I think for a lot of us, you know, having moments where maybe you felt like you were kind of being really just off yourself, you were just present, having the feedback from life that that wasn't okay or at least, you know, that's how you took it, right? Something about it was, uh, people didn't respond maybe the way you had hoped. You weren't, maybe they didn't understand you. Maybe you weren't really, quote unquote, doing anything, but that's not how they took it. A lot of the sort of personality personality swapping for myself was just a, A coping mechanism, a means to sort of feel like I was safe. I think people, specifically children in your formative years, are we're looking for solidity. The egoic mind, it's its its literal job is to be able to kind of put things in boxes and cut things into categories that are known. You know for certain that this, you know, what's the, the Joker monologue? Uh, uh, nobody flinches when everything goes according to plan even if the plan's horrible right I've even if me being unkind or indulging in suffering or whatever it is at least I know what that is being open to the the possibilities of life as it is in this moment like (laughs) that's just wobbly because there's no actual certainty in life and so I think that a part of beginning to trust 
in our lives is trusting that you've already kind of done the work for your stuff. The character of you is done, right? You've already kind of, <laughs> right? You got a script. You've, you've lived a life at this point. If you're listening to this, it's probably the case. <laughs> you don't need to kind of put yourself in a box. People are going to do that. Now it's time to trust, right? Now it's time to say yes to the uncertainty of of life, which isn't sort of cut and dry thing. I think a lot of the time our egos create this sort of finality in our heads. Like, oh, I'm cured. I'm just all the way me all the time, man, please. You know how quick I, I, it's so easy to sort of fall back into something, especially when you are around people you share a lot of memory with, like old friends and family partners. You you just it's easier for me to just fall back into this idea of myself. Because at least that's seemingly certain I, I can. I can point to that and say, I know this, I know what this is. But letting go, or rather just kind of letting be, I think is really transformative because I think the idea that you have of who you are, as that starts to kind of open up and dissipate, you really do start to see more of, oh man, I guess I don't have to do this. It introduces a choice. And so for me, I think a lot of the time the challenge is just to recognize that sort of choice point that moment where I want to just kind of fall back into the pattern, fall back into that idea of myself. And in that moment, kind of seeing that, that choice point in that pause and not necessarily saying no to it. I think for a long time, I've I've tried to force that, tried to force myself into kind of being present, but I think the the instinct is to almost push it away. I got to push this sort of fake me out of the way so I can be <laughs> so I can be authentic, quote unquote. But I think it, it's it's a lot more transformative to just say yes to it in a way. To allow your sort of let go to be more of a let be or maybe just infuse it with some let be. You see the whole the the anxiety and fear taking over in any any particular moment and noticing in that moment the desire to collapse onto yourself, maybe present a personality, present an idea of yourself. And in that moment, not saying no to it. But simply noticing that, okay, I could do this. I could do that. I could fall back into this pattern. They probably wouldn't even know. I've gotten very good at it over the years. <laughs> uh, the right people know. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten very you know, good. I'm, I'm going to just, I'll just do this little tap dance and this will be easy. And recognizing that sort of thought and noticing, you know what, I could do that. But I could also not do that. Right? I have a choice in this moment. And I don't I'm not pushing it away. This is an option. 
I think before a lot of the time I was trying to make it like not an option. It's like, no, any version of this is crazy. This isn't it. This is inauthentic. God, I got to do a whole audio on authenticity again. Um, <laughs> pushing it away, forcing it away. But I, I find it saying yes to any sort of thought forms like that creates a sort of atmosphere of acceptance. I could do that, but I could also not do that. Why don't I just expand my awareness out into this moment and we'll see, right? I don't got to do this just yet. Maybe I can just listen. Maybe me being here is enough. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. I think uh, expanding your awareness out as you, you really, when you really kind of lock in on that thought, it's so transformative because you 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 create space without trying to force it, to try to force your attention away from that desire to present yourself. Noticing that pause and just saying I could and I also couldn't. Who's to say? I find that I surprise myself more. I think when you've entered into that sort of space of acceptance that there'll be other prompts. You'll start, right? When you notice the pause one time, or rather when you uh, notice the desire to present a version of yourself and you do pause, I think that creates not only space around that instance, but also around a bunch of other ones that are going to come up because it's not ever just a one and done. It's something you're you're constantly really having to reaffirm through your own presence to kind of choose once again. You know, I I don't know what this moment's going to be, but I'm going to I'm going to just be with it. Oh, there's another habitual reaction. I see you. And the longer, the more we're not kind of clamping down on a personality type or into anxiety, into the thoughts of fear and like you ain't shit. I find the more surprising life becomes. That thing that's in the back of your head when you say, you know, I'm just not that kind of person starts to kind of shh because it's I don't know what kind of person I am in this moment I'm not the person I was five ten twenty moments ago I'm something different and that's okay that's okay uh one last thing before I, I go I think another thing that I had to come to grips with was the expectation that me being off myself in this way, me being a bit more present in my life was going to result in people being okay with that. People saying yes to being like, oh, well, yeah, I love this. But I mean, you're still going to be presented with people, especially people who have feel like they have an idea of you in their head not knowing what to do with that. And 
I saw, I think it was a TikTok or somebody used the definition of a people pleaser. And they said, uh, it's not being comfortable with somebody else's uncomfortability or somebody else's anxiety, which I think is, can be massive if you're a person who's sort of struggled with anxiety throughout your life. Watching somebody else become anxious and knowing that by just kind of doing your normal performative thing, they'd be fine can be difficult. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like the, um, you're trying to find a, a name for your diet, but you're not really a vegan or a pescatarian or a vegetarian. You're kind of like, I'm a, like a flexitarian, I guess something. It's like the, the egoic mind needs something to grab onto. And it's like, I just don't understand. <laughs> well, what are you? <laughs> Give me something solid so that I can say this is this thing. I think it's a very kind of evolutionary response, isn't it? It's just like you're <laughs> having certainty in the wild sort of ensures survival. Like I'm certain this thing is going to happen. And so I get it. But I, I think part of you showing up more authentically in your life is being OK uh, with other people not knowing or not being able to fully understand or even accept who you are. Because, you know, they're going to give you that reaction. And in that moment, you have another choice point. You know what? I can fall back into this habitual reaction or I could not do that. Why don't I just wait? Why don't I just sit here in this moment and we'll see what happens? Allow your sort of awareness to expand in all directions and for you to be fully, fully locked in with what's in front of you without any judgment without any interpretation, just being with life. You may do the old thing and that's okay too. It's not bad. I think when we discover these sort of personality types, there's this weirdness around them like if I'm doing this then I'm doing a bad thing it's just an option the difference is before you you just didn't know you had an option you didn't know you had a choice now you can choose I don't know that's just what's coming up for me (laughs) have a wonderful day y'all know yourself